Hello everyone, it's another Thursday and we are back. Um, it's Giselle and myself, Sidania here. Uh, Ngum sadly can't be with us today. She's got other commitments that have sadly overrun, so um, we are going to miss her tonight. Um, but Giselle and I have been having a little bit of, of a, a back and forth and we've decided that we're going to do a, a psalm today. I don't think we do these quite often. Um, but I think, would you a psalm? Would you a praise, a thanksgiving? Um, just to have a little bit of a, of a chin wag, just to open it up and see what it entails. So um, we've gone for Psalm 100. Psalm 100, a nice rounded number. <laughs> um there was no particular reason why we chose it, just because it said it was a psalm of thanksgiving. Um, and so we have lots to be grateful for. Um, and they're around the schools as well at the, minute, at the moment. They're talking about harvest and thanksgiving and things like that. But this time of the year, um, you know, when the autumn leaves start falling, um, people are thinking about, you know, harvest or planting for the next season and just... Um, just getting ready for the autumn and then the winter. It's just, I thought it would just be good to just give thanks and go through a psalm of thanksgiving. Um, so, Giselle, have you got that psalm to hand? Do you want to read it out for us, please? I sure have. Now, in, in my Bible, I'm using the NLT as always, but mm -hmm. uh, Psalm 100, it starts, shout, with joy to the Lord, O earth. Mm. But I have added there, rejoice. Mm. Rejoice or shout, okay. So shout with, the, uh, with joy to the Lord, O earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing with joy. Hear that? Mm. Singing with joy. <laughs> Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. In mm -hmm. his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise, give thanks to him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. That is powerful, isn't it? Yeah, it five, is. five little verses, but ooh, oh, are they meaty. It's packed, isn't it? Yes. Isn't it? I like the fact that it starts with shout. Yes, shout. Mm -hmm. For yep. joy. Yep. Um, shout for joy to the Lord. I use the NIV version, so our, our wording's right. It's slightly different, but, you know, um, the meaning will be hopefully the same. Um, shout for joy to the Lord all the air. It says shout. It doesn't say mumble no. or speak quietly. And says, shout for joy. Um, and it's that whole thing, if you know, that in Thessalonians, it says rejoice always. <laughs> it's yeah. just being able to, and I suppose it's like anything else, the, 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 the more grateful you are, the louder you want to shout. Like, you know, when you, like, if, if like me over here, you took your driving test a few times. <laughs> Once, once. <laughs> wow. When I finally did 
pass it, I was ecstatic. So I shouted and say, sometimes that shout can just, it's just the natural release of all the excitement that's bubbling inside of you. Um, just waiting and that shout can just be that natural release and I think you know this song is saying we need to get to that point where we're shouting for joy and it's not easy to shout when you're going through difficult times is it it's not easy to shout for joy it's not but if you can Oh my goodness me, can you turn your sorrows into wonderful uh, uh, joyfulness? Mm. Because you know, no matter what we're going through, if we can just muster up the strength, mm. the will, the want, the desire, the need mm. to shout to the Lord, to rejoice in him. Mm. Yeah, it makes everything a lot, lot better. It, re- it really, And I speak from experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting here because it never really uses the word happy. No, joy. It's Cause joy. Because they're two different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go on, beef, beef that out for us, G. Okay, well, happiness mm-hmm. is momentarily. Okay. It, yes, it's, 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 it's a thing. It's just momentarily brought on with a pleasure of a food, a smell, a sight. Mm sound whatever mm. you know, gorgeous glass of red wine you're happy mm. seeing your favorite movie you're happy hearing your favorite song you're happy mm. it doesn't last for for a long time it's bleeding mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. joy the deep-seated joy that only comes from knowing the lord is mm. continual mm. So that's, that's and, and, and what do you think that joy like what do you think that joy should be based on what should people where should people be looking to find that joy? In praising him. Mm, mm. Because I've got to say, and I can't remember, I certainly didn't come up with it. I don't think. No, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't believe I did come up with it. But I can't remember who I heard say it. But <clears throat> I love the saying that when we give our praise and worship to God, that's that's us giving him something he's mm. so generous and so caring and so loving he doesn't keep that joy he inhales our praise and worship and mm. exhales his glory on us mm. that's a good one isn't it okay i said it, it was it was I, <laughs> I, I, I came up that many years ago that's mine um but uh yeah that's how good he is and when mm. he exhales his glory on us we can mm. just have that deep-seated joy mm. and the peace that comes with it mm-hmm. that we can go through anything. Mm. Yeah, I tell you, it's and we'll be glorious in Christ Jesus. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's got to be the source of our joy and the source of our courage, the fact that Christ has gone before us and Christ has gone to make a a, a place for us in yes. his father's kingdom there's so many um rooms in his father mansion but christ has gone before us he's defeated death he's he rose again mm-hmm. he's with he's with the father in heaven preparing a place for us yep. and that death is not final 
you know that whatever we go through here is temporary and and death is not the end and there's such joy in that I know it just sounds completely contradictory to talk about joy and death in the same sentence but if you're a Christian and 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 I completely invite you to come find out what this Christianity is about because when you're a Christian that's a source of joy and peace like you said G that is it passes human understanding because to the normal human mind joy and death don't belong in the same sentence at all but they are they are (laughs) but to us Christians there's such wonderful hope beyond death because we know that death is not the end in fact if anything death is the beginning of being with Jesus in glory and death is the beginning of our eternity in glory with Jesus and the Father and that in itself is a beautiful beautiful thing to behold and say you know sometimes when I think about death and I think you know of course it's painful for those you live behind and you know you'll miss them and all of that but compared to the glory that you're going to death is just the beginning of it um and I think you know that should be a source of joy for us that like nothing here lasts forever like and 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 the bible tells us you know in heaven there's no there's no weeping there's no sickness there's no death there's none of those things that we we battle with day in day out here on earth none of that is in heaven and I think that should give us a sense of like you say gee deep-seated joy yep because you know that no matter what happens like like the worst thing that could happen to you has been defeated because for, for a lot of people especially for the human beings the worst thing that can happen to you is death because it can feel so final yep. but when you you're living with the knowledge that the worst thing that could happen to you has already been defeated like like you have the upper hand on death because jesus has defeated death Amen. then Amen. that's such you, you you've got to then shout for joy <laughs> You know I don't like the language of Christianese, and I really don't. Because um, mm. you know, to a new believer or a non-believer, it really it sounds gobbledygook a lot of the words that <laughs> Christians use. But one thing, as a believer, I don't mm. like to say people have died mm-hmm. if they're believers, mm-hmm. because we haven't died. No. We're, we're, We've gone on to start a new life, a new eternal life, that new body. You mm-hmm. know, this place, as you said, with no wars, no sickness, no disease, no famines, no droughts, no pestilence, no mm-hmm. nothing. Everything mm-hmm. is wonderful. It, re- it really is. So when I'm talking about a believer who's passed away, mm. I, in fact, that's what I say is they've passed, they've passed away and been called home to glory. Mm. It, and that might sound Christianese for some people, but I don't think it is Christianese, to be what honest with you. That they're asleep. Because how many times in the Bible did Jesus, when people die, I, I, I'm just thinking of that, that little centurion's daughter that died, and Jesus said, Oh, she's sleeping. Yes, she's sleeping. 
And it's, it's that idea of, because sleep is temporary. Sleep is not permanent. Sleep means that you will wake up, you know, and, and, and when they come to him and say, well, no, she's died. And Jesus says, no, she's not died. She's sleeping. Like, you know, she's having a nap. Yep. I'll wake her up. Yep. You know, and, and that's the same sort of optimism mm-hmm. that we have as Christians when, we, when we're faced with death. Of course, it's bittersweet because they're loved ones that we're leaving behind. But the optimism is that it really is just the start of, yes. of something greater, something a lot better than, than you could ever have here. And I think that should be the basis for our joy. That deep-seated joy that makes us turn to him with gladness and come before him with joyful songs, no Mm. matter our situation. Because even if he does nothing else for us, he's already done enough. Like assuring our eternity with the Father in heaven is more than enough, even if he does nothing else for us. And that's not the case because he promises to still be with us as we walk through this valley of the shadow of death that's in this night. You see, there you got my, my spirit salmon, didn't you? <laughs> you want to that one in there, you? <laughs> you know, Michael and I often talk about it. And Michael posed a brilliant question years ago about this. And Michael's the husband, by the way, folks that don't know. But we both like uh, the works of Smith Wigglesworth. And although he's okay. ne- never wrote his own books, there's been loads of books written about him. Mm-hmm. And to all accounts, he seemed a very godly man that mm. walked every second of every day with the Holy Spirit. Mm. And sitting reading two, two different books, but reading books one night on Smith Wigglesworth, Michael puts his book down. He says, Giselle, he says, you think does Smith Wigglesworth realise he's dead? Wow. I tell you. I tell you because mm. smithy it's just like sort of like a hiccup and it's mm. sort of you left this earthly body and hiccup and he's in the uh, spiritual realm mm. he probably doesn't realize he's dead you know? no no and that's interesting isn't it because would we have that conscious we probably will know that we we've passed on but i suppose if you walk with jesus all the days of your life here on earth that's just something beautiful and you're just waiting to behold him in glory wow gee that is just it's mind-blowing yeah that's deep that is it's mind-blowing like I just I can't like my little tiny mind cannot begin to comprehend beholding Christ in glory like I get so excited, like I don't even have words to describe how excited. <laughs> and, and I often think about Elijah and Enoch. Mm, yes. Uh, you know, and Abraham who, who, who didn't die. You know. But just, even as well, like gee, just like even the transfiguration. Yes, exactly. Yes. Something to behold. Woohoo! Brilliant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine just being like shepherd in the corner feeding your you know putting your sheep out of pasture and just catching that sight of those three oh. being transfigured yes that mm-hmm. would have been like mm-hmm. like hollywood can do that justice <laughs> like, <laughs> i know i know i know 
And you know, lo- lo- loads of people are debating, which we might put in our list too, for us to debate sometime. Uh, mm. When the two witnesses come before mm. uh, be, uh, be, uh, uh, the rapture, mm. who might they be? Would it be mm. Abram, Enoch, Elijah? Mm-mm. Could be. It's going to be two of those three. So I'm opting on Enoch and Elijah. Are you? Why? Elijah is one of my most favourite. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I know, he, he really is. And, and just the way sort of you, that he went up in the chariot of fire and he took his cloak off as he was going up and Elijah <laughs> caught it. And you know, there's, there's a whole sermon there which I have done on Elijah because he had to stretch out to grab the cloak, you know, catch the cloak. Mm-hmm. To the hand, and he had to do an awful lot of work prior to uh, uh, going along following Elijah. But um, I yeah, I, I really think Elijah or Elijah and um, uh, Enoch, because like Enoch was just walking down a road one day, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Walking with the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't even know who's my favorite prophet. I'm gonna have to give that one a good thoughts actually. Now you mentioned Elijah and Elisha, I'm not quite sure who my favorite because I like them all. I must yeah. say, Isaiah ter- terrified me. Oh, no. The first time I read the Bible, like seriously read the Bible from cover to cover, Isaiah is the one book that absolutely... I know a lot of people don't, don't like Revelation, but for no. me, Isaiah was the one book that really terrified me. Like I saw God's wrath but i also saw the depth of his love but i also saw how depraved the human mind and heart can be like you know like when you can see it all coming together and you're just like left to our own devices there's no way like we wouldn't even survive god's wrath for a second oh no definitely not definitely not well like out of I love Revelation. I really do. I, I love that. But I think the books, there's two, well, I suppose it's one, a two, a two-parter, that I just thought, no, this is horrible. I, I I don't want to read this. And I was reading it as part of a Bible, you read the Bible in a year, so really I had to read it. It was book, uh, Kings 1 and 2. I don't like them. That's sad. Those are difficult books as well. They? they really are. You yeah. all like and doing away with people and everything yeah. no, that, was, that was bad bad but I think but that, that, I mean, there was something foretelling about Isaiah I just my heart just could not and you know when like the scripture makes you look at your own heart and you're just like yes uh-huh. <laughs> like that's me right there mm-hmm. exactly like, a true for us today as they were back then yep but also say you can see how caring and loving god is in the book of isaiah as well exactly and and that's why sometimes i'm just like it's free just accept it (laughs) because the alternative is worse oh like the alternative is unfathomable Mm -hmm. um but yeah but anyway we digress but yeah big time we digress yet again (laughs) So um, back to Psalm 100 then. So rejoicing. 
verse three says, know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. There's this brilliant, brilliant song, and Gunwahe should laugh, by C.C. Winans. Um, and it says, from you are all things, and to you are all things. And I've been singing it for a while, but one day I was singing it, and it hit me. You know, like when a song hits you in your heart, yep. and you're like from you are all things you're worthy of it all that's the song if anybody wants to check it out worthy of it all is the title of the song um, and it says you're worthy of it all um you're worthy of it all because from you are all things and to you are all things you're worthy of it all and and it's just such a simple song but the when i actually when when i understood just those two lines it really hit me you know like when a song really hits you right here and you're like oh <laughs> yeah, like from you are all things God whether people choose to accept and acknowledge that or not from you are all things you are the creator of all things you made us whether people choose to ag agree like you know like his existence does not depend on our validation of him. His existence does not depend on our acknowledgement of him. Whether we acknowledge him, ag agree that he exists, accepts him or not, he made us. Yes. Um, and, and we are his. In his image. We are his people, exactly. Um, the sheep of his pasture. And, and, and so to be a sheep in his pasture, you have to accept that he made you. Of course, he made all of us. He made the whole world. He made all humans in his own image. But to be a sheep in of his, in his pasture, you have to accept that he made you. Yes. You have to accept his shepherding. Um, but whether you accept it or not, he made you. Whether you accept it or not, he's God the creator. Whether you accept it or not, he remains God. But if you want to enjoy the green pastures where his sheep eat and a put to pasture then you have to accept his shepherding yes amen well said it's, my dear that's just like beautiful isn't it it is really is and you people who don't accept them don't know what they're missing and mm. and i know some people literally wait until they're on their their deathbed and because and, and I am a great believer of deathbed conversions because we don't know what people say in their last minutes, their last hours. Mm. Um, so I do hopefully believe you know, uh, uh, believe strongly in deathbed conversions. But if you wait to your deathbed, look what you've wasted. Mm. You're trying to do everything on your own and uh, making it an, an absolute mess of it. Mm. Without him, we can do nothing. I often wonder how I did exist before coming to him. Uh, Seriously. And then when I think back, sit down and really think about it and think back to things that happened to me long before I wised up and accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior of my life. I can see God's hand all over my life. Because uh, yeah, 
being saved from near scrapes, near death experiences and things. Yeah, wow. Yeah. He was there with me. Mm. I'm just glad. I, my big regret in life is I didn't come to Christ earlier than what I did. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's probably in his timing. Exactly. You came to him at just the perfect time. You came to him at the time when your heart was soft enough and malleable enough to accept him. Yeah. Because how many people spend life just fighting him and, and thinking, oh, you know, but, but it's like just because you don't accept him does not mean he's not God, does not mean he's not that. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Because he, he loves everybody. Everybody, no matter what color, creed, we are or culture we come from or where we are in the world or what sort of family we were born into or whatever he loves us all and as mm -hmm. it says in ephesians one and five everybody's predestined to be saved mm. it, so god could do that and everybody the world over would become uh born again believers in jesus mm -hmm. but he won't mm. do that because he's such a loving god caring mm. god that he doesn't want the forces to do it he would rather us come willingly and mm. because we realize who he is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he he has got his hand on everybody. He really has. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Verse 4 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Um, verse 5 says, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Mm -hmm. um, this is true, okay? Is true. Like, and I'm just going to put it out here just to say, this does not mean that you will not have problems in life. No. This does not mean that you're going to have blessing after blessing or as some Christians will call it, breakthrough after breakthrough. That's not what this means. No. Okay? This means that wherever you find yourself, you will see him in your valleys and on your mountaintops. He is faithful. He, he says he's going to be with you and he is going to be with you. Amen. Like he, the same God in your valleys, in your lowest, lowest times, He's exactly the same God as when you are having those high mountaintops of experiences of life. Okay. When you're going through, I don't know, the birth of a child or a wedding or whatever it is, or a graduation or a new job or pay rise. The same God that you're giving thanks to them is the same God that, that is with you when you're exactly. going through grief and bereavement or redundancy or, or, or sickness. Or pain it's exactly the same god and that faithfulness continues through generations it does Big and time. it's because he's so faithful that we can be assured of who he is and what he'll do because there's nothing i mean i don't know about you g but for me sometimes there's nothing worse than not being able to place somebody like I like people that say what they mean and mean what they say, right? And for me, like, those are the you best mean like me? <laughs> <laughs> for me, they just make life because I know I know what you're about. 
I know what you'll take. I know what you won't take. And for me, you're faithful to your word and you're faithful to your character. Yeah. And a lot, I think most human beings will find safety and comfort. They might not necessarily like the way you dish it out. They might not like the methodology, but they find their safety and comfort. Yeah, true. Thank you. That are faithful to their words. And, it's, and, and, and if you think about it as well, it's like children. Children do not like routines. Children do not like things, you telling them when to do things all the time. Yeah. But routines provide safety and security for children. Amen. Routine and being faithful to a routine, i.e. following a routine, the same routine, day in, day out, not changing it. Yeah, it has that, to happen. Yeah, science has proven that that creates a child who is well-rounded, safe and secure because they know exactly where the boundaries are and they know exactly what you expect of them. And they also know what to expect of you. Exactly. Because you're not washy, you're not flaky. And that's the same with God. God is faithful. He He will do what he says. And he has always um, said what he will do. And he's always kept his promises. Um, Exactly. In that knowledge, we should know that his love is good. Because he loves us so much that he sent his son to die for us. Yes, didn't he? Indeed. His love is good and it endures forever. Ah, yes. And, you know, we started off saying there's always a reason to rejoice. Mm. There really is. Or shout his praises. There really is. And we do live, we live our lives in God's favour under his conditional care. Mm. sorry not conditional continual care i should say not condition continual care Mm. really we really do he's he looks out for us doesn't he even sometimes when we don't know he is and you look back and you're like i can see it's like you said before you're like i can see how god was working even when i was resisting him and fighting him with everything i've got (laughs) big time you know, he, he, he really is. He's, he's, just, he's just so caring, loving. Mm. Under- and, you, mm. and I know there's lots of times we slip up and we'll go to him, Lord, I'm sorry. Mm. And I know sometimes he says, for what? Because mm. he already knew we were going to slip up before we did. And he's mm. already forgotten about it. So he has. Mm. And he's made a provision for us, for forgiveness. Yeah. Mm. He's so we have the provision for us to be able to approach him in the first exactly, place. exactly. <laughs> so there's so there's twofold. We need to learn that we can enter mm. his with praise and enter mm-hmm. his own room with boldness. Mm. And we need to learn how to forgive ourselves. Yes. Because if we can't forgive ourselves, God's God's forgiven us. But if mm. we can't forgive ourselves, we are saying we're no, we're better than God, and you're no you're no better. We're gonna, than God. Hard, we're gonna have a hard time forgiving others. Yes, exactly, mm. exactly. Mm. We've got to forgive. Don't have to forget, mm-hmm. but you've got to forgive. For sure, for sure. Wow, this has been a really good conversation. Thanks, Shazar. No, thank you, because you picked Psalm one hundred. Okay, but. We've, we've spoken about the joy that we have and, and the peace that can flow from that. 
we spoke about you know god being god whether we decide to accept him or acknowledge him or not mm -hmm. um but if we do decide to accept his shepherding then we can enjoy his green pasture that he will put us in out to yes and you know we we've spoken about the fact that you know even though we walk through this valley of the shadow of death here we we shouldn't be afraid because the worst thing that could happen to us here really is just the beginning of something more beautiful um and and just being able to be with jesus in in, in glory but you see that um, first you just said sorry for interrupting you see that first you just right. said you yeah you know, i walk through the valley of shadow of death walk through mm. and we're told that when we go through the rivers mm. go through not pitch, not pitch your tent and sit there <laughs> exactly exactly he will bring us through it and we will come out the other side stronger mm. than what we went in. Mm -hmm. Some people do decide to picture a tent right in the middle and they sit there and they love the whoa, whoa, me and the attention mm. and all the rest of it. I'm going to get slapped by, by mimicking some people. I know I am, but bring it on. Uh, so, no, we go through and he is with us. Like in Isaiah, mm. when he says to you, when you go through the waters, I will be with you. With you, yes. Not an angel, and not no. a prophet, not yeah. your best pal, not your spouse. It's a certainty, isn't it? It says, I will be, not I may be. No, I will be. I will be. Yeah. I will be. I will be. And that's what we've got to stand on, no matter what storms of life's coming to our door. And some mm. people... Don't wait till they come to their door. They rush out and grab them and drag them closer. Wait. <laughs> have, you have to learn how to wait. Be patient. Trouble. Um, <laughs> you, I love the old cliche. You know, when uh, life throws you uh, lemons, learn how to great make, make learn yeah. how to make great lemonade. Mm. Come on. Mm. That's exactly. That is rejoicing. So it is. Yes. Mm -hmm. And just and stand on it that no matter what you're going to go through, that yeah. God is with you hallelujah hallelujah because he's faithful and if yes. he says he'll do it, he will do it um and take comfort be like a little child jesus says come to him like little children be like a little child that takes comfort in that faithfulness yes that security in that faithfulness in the fact that there are those boundaries that jesus and god says we can leave according to these boundaries these are the rules for life and the rules for play but we know that he's always there. It's like a little child, you know. They go and play and then they check in on you every now and again and make sure you're there. Um, but as long as they know you're there, they're secure. As long as they know, you know, mum does this and if I do this, dad will be cross. They're secure in that knowledge. Exactly. They're secure in the knowledge of God's love for us, knowing that everything he does is for our protection, our provision, our correction, um, and, and, and really just for our own good. He doesn't do it for him. He does it for us. Exactly. Even, yeah, even when it seems like we're going through a bad, a rough time sometimes, you look back on it and you think, what are the lessons there to be learned? <laughs> exactly. That's it. And uh, mistakes, bad times, they're just a chance to go do things over again with experience. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Um, thank you. It's been a lovely conversation. Um, can you please pray us out? I sure will, my dear. 
Lord God Almighty, oh, heavenly Father, we come before you and we give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory and all the honor to you, Father God. Mm. Lord, we give you thanks for the technology of the Internet that we can come together on a Thursday night and do this podcast. Mm -hmm. Lord, we miss Nahum tonight. But then again, that meant that Sidonia and I had a chance to talk. (laughs) Um, And she she knows that that I said that lovingly. Lord. These Thursday night podcasts, they're reaching many people. Indeed. And we're giving you thanks, Father God, that they are reaching many people. And here's us just coming together and having just a talk about your word, but putting everyday life situations into it. And we give you thanks for that, Father God. Oh, we do. I'm asking you to put a hedge of protection around my sister Sidoni and Naum, because you know what's happening with Naum as she's mm. doing different things next week, Lord. I'm mm. asking for that hedge of spiritual hedge of protection around her and traveling mercies as she goes and goes to and from what she's doing. Mm. Lord, I ask you to bless each and every person that listens to these podcasts, either on live stream or on Spotify or watches the video on YouTube. I thank you for giving us the ability to do these. And Lord, we thank you for trusting us and letting us do this for you to get your word out there to people. Lord, I'm lifting up people from all over the United Kingdom who don't know you. And I'm asking, Father, that some people come across their paths that can direct them to you, that that, the the unbelievers can see your love through believers and they will want what what the believers have and they will come to you in their droves. Lord, to you all the glory. And until next week, in the mighty name of Jesus, we say, Amen. 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 Thank you, G. You're Thank welcome. You, G. Say good night, everybody in Facebook good land. Everybody on Facebook. Good night, everybody in Facebook land. That's that off. And good night, everybody watching on Zoom and on playback and everything. <laughs>